Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. I'm going to call Todd, Mr. 3.0 Miller. <laughs> and I'm Ryan Ripley. Thanks for opening up this uh, YouTube video. This is your daily scrum. We hope you're enjoying the, the year-long series. As we wrap up end of year one of your daily scrum, we're going to keep going strong in 2022. Today, Todd, we have a fun topic. I'm just going to jump right into it. I don't even feel you want to check us out in the description. We got, yep. we got, we got a book. We teach scrum.org and pro combine courses. Lots of cool stuff in there. Check out the description. Leave us our comments. Leave us your questions in the comments. Like and subscribe. Do all that fun YouTube stuff. Todd, how does a product owner maximize value on a scrum team? Go. Well, <laughs> let's start by talking about where, so first of all, maximizing value, let's talk about what a product owner does, right? Any value proposition that they have is in the product backlog. And I say value proposition because everything in the product backlog, are you playing with that light? I see it. Well, I can't help it. It just, <laughs> it just comes on and then, it, and then I throw it up in the air and then I catch it. So and the I, product backlog. Reach over. <laughs> behind Todd and I grab it and I pull it over and I, and I get rid of it. Okay. So the product backlog has uh, the product backlog consists of product backlog items. Those might be user stories, bugs, features, whatever it's right. user, product backlog items and the product owner orgas, order, orders those, but everything on the product backlog is a value proposition, meaning uh, it's value that we, it's potential value. It's a hypothesis that it is going to be valuable. So all of that sits on the product backlog. And my first instance, my first thing I want to say there is one of the ways that a product owner maximizes value is keeping that thing in shape and keeping it well-ordered based off of what they think is the most valuable stuff. Yeah, and that so, uh, is two interpretation, risk, all the other stuff. A well-refined product backlog is step one because a well-refined product backlog is transparent. It's well understood. People can see the value proposition. Lacking that, mm -hmm. if it's just a disaster, if it's three spreadsheets and a and a napkin and you know a whiteboard drawing, if, if it's all over the place, mm -hmm. there's no holistic view, there's no understanding of value. So first and foremost, a well-refined, ordered um, 
estimated and value uh, driven product backlog, absolutely essential, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And so what happens is that thing's ordered, right? That thing's in good shape. The product owner brings that into sprint planning. Developers and uh, the rest of the Scrum team get together. The developers form the sprint backlog. We have a sprint goal. That sprint goal is a value proposition that should be customer-centric. Yep. Ultimately, though, um, we're not done yet, right? So even if it's shipped into production, uh, your product backlog, even if you're shipping features into production, um, you're not done yet. How do you know it was valid? as a product or a product owner lens? You have something into production. You have to validate it, right? So Feedback. the three V's of product ownership, I think that's a Don McGreal, Ralph Yoakum thing, three V's of yeah. product ownership, vision, value, and validation. Validation. Was it valuable? Because understanding if something I thought was valuable is actually valuable or it isn't valuable lends, lends me to making new and better decisions later. It, it implements empirical process control at a product level. You just looked at the camera. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> good. I don't normally look at the camera, do I? Um, I think that validation step is critical. You don't know if anything is valuable until you talk to a customer, you get feedback, you close that loop. Mm -hmm. And so how does a product owner get to that, get to where that what they're delivering is consistently valuable? Strong tie to a customer, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think there's an agile manifesto principle that can help us. Simplicity, the art of maximizing the amount of work not done is essential. Mm -hmm. So I think doing the minimal but sufficient, so only the really valuable things and getting rid of the 40% stuff that no one wants or is going to use. That's how you maximize value on a scrum team. Like really, mm -hmm. even if even if you have the most clever idea on the planet, but you every every stakeholder you run it by, they say, nah, that we won't use it. You got to kill it. Right. You got to maximize or, or mi minimize the amount of work you're doing to get that benefit, that goal. Um, but what I heard from your description, Todd, mm -hmm. goal driven and those mm -hmm. goals are customer driven. Mm -hmm. Right. They're outcome or impacts. They're not activities for a, a scrum team. So there's this external alignment that I think is inherent in everything you said. The product backlog is ordered by value. It's it's refined. It's it's transparent. It's well understood. That, and it's also connected to a customer. The product goals are connected to customers. The sprint goals then are inherently connected to customer. We are customer driven and focused. We're not velocity focused, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? We're not trying to, to maximize resource utilization. Boom. We're not trying to maximize efficiencies across the organization, all that nonsense. Every aspect that Todd lined up for you is customer centric and, mm -hmm. and customer driven. And so we maximize value by that tied to the customer and by doing the minimal but sufficient to make them happy, mm -hmm. right? And then we validate that we're doing that so that we can amplify those learnings and amplify value because they're telling us what's actually valuable. How'd I, I do? Love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one thing. I think that's a, a thing that we skip, that not we, that a lot of people skip. It shipped to production. We won. Did you? Yeah. How do you know you won? <laughs> but did you? <ya? laughs> yeah. You know, it's a good scrum master question that I wish more scrum masters would put in their arsenal. It's just continually asking, how do you know? I call it like the my five-year-old syndrome. It's why, why? Instead, I want it to be, how do you know? We shipped to production. We won. How do you know that you won? Well, we shipped. Well, who told you that you won? Oh, Maybe, maybe the product owner needs to go talk to somebody now. 
or maybe better yet in sprint review, the developers should talk to somebody. What yeah. do you think of this thing we just built? I can. And if you're not doing that, you're not being a product owner, you're not being customer driven and you have no clue about value and you could just be wasting your company or your organization's money. Like bah humbug. Bah humbug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end screen time. Be sure to like and subscribe. Let's bring some music back. We want some back. music going. Like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Check out the socials. We're pretty active on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Some videos are going to pop up. We think you'll like them. The algorithm does too. Leave us your comments. What do you think about being a value-driven product owner? What does that look like? Uh, have we missed something? Do you have a practice that could help others? Put it in the comments. We might turn it into a video. Leave us your questions. Leave us your comments. Let us know how we're doing. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. We're all getting excited. Just a few more nights until Santa comes, right? So Merry Christmas in an early. We'll probably still see you for a few more days here. But uh, yeah, it's a good time of year. We hope you're rested. We hope you're healthy. We'll ho we hope you're safe. Um, you know what? We'll see you tomorrow. Go maximize some value, people. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.